0: Hey, welcome to this week's The Real Estate of Life with Kevin Riles. This week, I wanted to pour into you. This is called The Real Estate of Life for a reason. I didn't wanna be pigeonholed into just talking about real estate, so every once in a while, I'll do a session on life. And this week, I wanna talk about first step faith. How do you make that first step when trying to achieve your goals? How do you make that first step in trying to start that business? How do you make that first step? You have to have first step faith. And so this week, we're gonna talk about first step faith. So DJ, hit that music, please support for this program comes from the digital broadcasting network presenting podcasts and web series from everyday people who have an extraordinary passion to make the world a better place and welcome back to the real estate of life with kevin riles i'm laughing we're gonna keep that that by the way this i'm always transparent i call myself one take kevin uh, to Mr. Producer, so we never have to do more than one take. Well, just so you guys know, because we're going to keep this one. I'm not doing it again. Uh, and that's why I started laughing when I, I forgot the name of my own show. Uh, and so I, I could not remember the name. And so he kept telling me, OK, let's go in three, two, one. I messed it up. Uh, and so that's why I laughed at the beginning of this. But welcome to the real estate life of Kevin Rouse. I'm your host, Kevin Riles. A little back behind the scenes um, of, of what goes on here, uh, you know, I'm rusty, y'all. I, it's been a, it's been a minute since I taped. Uh, my mojo is just just not quite there, but we gonna soldier soldier through. I uh, had a lot on my mind since uh, we've last taped, and um, this is called the Real Estate of Life, and I haven't done a life podcast in quite some time. Um, You know, the real estate information I give, I get a lot of kudos because of that. And so I try to keep it mostly real estate, but I wanted to make sure uh, that I spend some time on the life part. And the life part, when we originally talked about, uh, Mr. Producer and I talked about the name, is I didn't want to be pigeonholed into only doing real estate podcasts and stuff just about real estate. Real estate is my talent. I've always tell people I'm really good at it, uh, but it is not my calling. My calling is teaching, coaching, preaching, speaking, and encouraging. Uh, that's my ultimate uh, calling is, is encouraging. And so this is a podcast about uh, encouragement. And this comes off of me submitting a chapter Uh, to a new book that's coming out uh, and I'll uh, Definitely give you more details about that as we get closer to Publication of that book, but the book is basically about faith and having faith and when you're a business owner And so I submitted a chapter called first step faith Uh, first step faith and so uh, and that's the type of faith that you have to have when you take that very first step uh, in um, Trying to do something the first time you try to do something when you're a little bit nervous you need Uh, to be able to have confidence in taking that first step. And so uh, in that chapter, I tell uh, a couple different stories about where I've had to exercise first step faith. And so uh, as I thought about this uh, today, um, I want to tell you guys I've been in business as of October 2018. We're taping this in June of 2019. Uh, So I've been in the business 20 and a half years uh, now and um, you know, my confidence level of being a business owner uh, is right now at a PhD level. In other words, I just, I've been through enough cycles to kind of know the um, methods and what I need to do to kind of stay afloat and keep going and push and things of that nature, uh, which is so different, so, so, so different than when I first started uh, my business. And so I wanted to kind of tell you how I started. Uh, and this is not going back to my first podcast, but this is kind of just telling you how you have to have faith, first step faith, uh, in, um, in, in starting something, and, and I didn't have, honestly, uh, first step faith, or a lot of it. So, um, as most of you know, if you've been listening for a while, um, commercial real estate broker, I started off on the residential side. But how I got into real estate is an interesting story. Uh, back in 1997, uh, I was working at Exxon as a computer engineer, project manager, Uh, I was, that was my first job out of college, I had been there for a couple of years, I always wanted to own a house, and so um, I uh, started looking for a home, and a coworker of mine uh, said, well, hey, you know, I have a friend, Uh, he reminds me of you, he's an engineer by day, but he does real estate on the side, you should call him. Uh, And if those of you that have been listening to the podcast for a while, you saw me interview uh, Craig Cassell, and Craig is that person that she introduced me to, uh, and he was my first real estate agent. And so Craig told me uh, that um, uh, instead of trying to buy a single-family house, why don't you fi- uh, why don't you buy a duplex? You can live in one side and rent out the other. And I was like, man, that's a really good idea. And so Craig helped me buy my very first property uh, in Interloop here in Houston. And so I lived in the bottom of the duplex and. Um, I rented out the top of the duplex. And so my effective mortgage was less than $150 a month because I was receiving the rental income from that. So I looked at Craig and I saw that he was uh, an engineer by day and a real estate agent by night. And I kind of liked the process of looking. I've always been entrepreneurial. So I I said, you know what, I'm going to get my real estate license. And the reason I got my real estate license really was just to be help people out and then to do some investing. I I didn't really have a career plan. I didn't leave college thinking that I was going to be a a real estate broker and do this for a living. Uh, So I got my real estate license uh, and started helping people at work and got really good at it, got really good at attracting business to the point where Uh, And now that I'm not at Exxon, I can say this to the point where I was dang near running a real estate office out of my Exxon, (laughs) Exxon office. Uh, And so uh, just really enjoyed the helping part. I I love the helping part. That's my spirit is is to help and encourage. Uh, And then at the end of that help came a check. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is best of both worlds. I can help people. And then at the end of the help uh, came a commission check. And so just really started getting into real estate. At the same time, I was in graduate school and I. Um, was uh, went to University of St. Thomas here in Houston uh, decided to get married at the same time as well. Uh, and so was engaged in graduate school. I finished my MBA as I was uh, right after I basically got married and um, got a ha- call from a headhunter at Exxon and uh, at my Exxon desk and they wanted me to interview for this uh, job and so um, I'm okay. I used to really do it. So guy kind of convinced me to go. Uh, and uh, interview. So I went to interview for this job and they offered me the job. Well, in and of itself, that's okay. But they offered me a job making 50% more than what I was making at the time. And so I was like, ooh, man, um, 50% more. So that's a 50% raise. So just for you folks out there, take your salary and increase it by half, right? So that's a good raise. Uh, and so anyway, long story short, uh, I said, you know what, I'm going to take you know, advantage of this. I, uh, I'm an engineer with an MBA. I'm getting paid good money. Yes, I will definitely uh, take this job. So I took that job. Well, six months later, they call us into a conference room and they basically said and this was a smaller company, much smaller than Exxon, which is still the largest uh, company in the world, uh, and said, hey, thank you for playing, but we're closing our doors and we're laying everybody off. And so my whole um thought process was like, oh, my God, I just got married. I just bought a new house. So I had since sold the house that Craig had sold me uh, and bought a new construction house, just got married. And oh, by the way, um, wife was pregnant. Oh, my God, what is going on? Uh, And so uh, I remember just being so, so afraid, so afraid of what was going on. I'm responsible for this other person. I'm responsible. uh uh, and my my father-in-law always likes to make a joke that if things go wrong uh, when you get married if things go wrong then always look they don't look at the wife and say what happened to her why she didn't provide (laughs) they always look at the uh the guy so uh, i can remember at that time i was still doing real estate on the side still doing deals i was showing houses in the evenings and on the weekends again not thinking it was a career Uh, and I had a uh, desk very much so like the desk that I'm sitting at now for those of you that are watching on a video I had a desk in my upstairs bedroom and that was my office and um, I can remember going on the weekend and this will tell you how old I am that's when monster.com first started monster.com is the employment website where you can apply for jobs and I can remember going to monster.com like looking through the employment, just trying to figure out like, oh my gosh, looking at engineering jobs, looking at sales jobs, just looking, 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 submitting uh, my resume. And I was just looking, and and I would just be there for hours on end looking at jobs. Still doing real estate, so when I would take a break, make a real estate call, uh, things of that nature. And um, you guys can't see it if you're looking on camera, but to the right of me, we're in my office right now, I have a whiteboard, and that whiteboard uh, is where I keep all of my deals, what my listings that I have, and also the transactions I'm working on. And so I started doing that in my house back in 2003. Uh, and so I would keep the deals that I had right up on the board. Uh, and, um, you know, I, I just, it gives me a visual sense of kind of how my business is doing. So I'm sitting there on monster.com, panicking, really trying to find a job. And then I just look up and I look up at my board and I rear back and I said, oh, and I look at the number of deals I have on the board. And the number of deals I have on the board, um, I I always list the person that I'm dealing with, uh, the amount of the transaction and the potential commission if it closes. And so I looked up and um, I calculated and I said, wait a minute, I'm about to make half my salary Uh, in commissions, if all these deals close, I'll make half my salary in commissions in the next two months. So the current salary that I was making in the package that they gave me, I was going to make that in the next two to three months, assuming that all those deals close. And so something hit me like, why am I looking for a job? I have a job. It's real estate. I have a job. So that's, that's how I actually moved from being an employee to being a business owner but there's one little caveat. It's one thing to think, Oh, why am I looking for a job? I should just go do real estate. It's another thing to actually have the first step faith to do it, right? Having the first step faith to do it was not easy. Why fear? I'd never been in a position where I wasn't getting a a check on the first and 15th automatically, right? When you own a business or you're in real estate, it is all about you get to you get to eat what you kill. You better kill something, or you are gonna be starving, right? Uh, one, two. I had a family, right? A, a burgeoning family. I had a house note. Had a car note. I also had those folks around me who loved me, and in their love, and this is what I want to uh, to point out. In their love, they were so fearful of my situation because they had never been in a situation like that. They was they were telling me, hey, you better go find a job. You better go find a job and so i'm hearing this because they had never been in a situation where they were around an entrepreneur that had to figure it out on their own and so therefore people that love you are concerned and of course my wife is the most supportive person in the world but i'm sure and i could see it in her face that she was concerned because again you know there's a level of security that comes with uh with having a check on the 1st and 15th but i must tell you that the first thing that you have to deal with in first step faith is fear is being scared, right? It is such a natural for the, don't believe those movies and self-help books that tell you that oh just jump, you know, just jump. No, you know that's just not how we are programmed we're programmed to be to look at the cliff and look over it to see what's uh, down there i am not a believer of just jumping i want to do the, some calculations i want to see what's at the bottom i want to see what's going on i want to see how fall i will fast i fall how, how, i'm sorry how fall i will fast how fast i will fall uh so you you have to be able to deal with fear jim rome has a, a saying that um, has become popular that fear F E A R stands for false evidence appearing real, false evidence appearing real. In other words, what you're looking at is not really there. What you're afraid of is not what you're really afraid of. And so, therefore, you don't make a move because it's it's false evidence, right? It's false evidence. Our president, current president, likes to say fake news, right? It's false evidence, but it appears really real it appears. But if you really think about it, 90 percent. I would even say 95% of what we fear never comes to pass. 95% of what we fear never comes to pass. Uh, And even if it does, it's never as bad as we think it is, which is the next point I would say in First Step Faith. Whatever happens is never as bad as we think it is. So I'm gonna tell you, when I left corporate and became an entrepreneur, I thought my fear was not only failing, but failing so bad that Lose my house, I lose my wife. uh, I'm gonna be living under a bridge, not cognizant of the fact that, hey, Kevin, you just graduate. You know, not even less than 10 years ago with an engineering degree. You have an MBA. You have people that love you that you can go stay with. That if if you didn't uh, uh, couldn't pay your bills, that you have help around you. I have you have support. So if I had just been rational in my thought then that would have given me actually confidence to make that first step faith because it's never as bad as you think it is. And so if you take time to actually confront the fear and really be rational about it, and even to the point of writing it down, okay, what's the absolute worst thing that can happen? What is the absolute worst thing that can happen? I could X, I could lose my house, I could lose my uh, uh, money, or whatever the case may be, and then literally write down why that could, why that won't happen, then it will give you confidence. So fear is the n- number one thing. Two, it's never as bad as you think it is. And then finally, you have to just kind of remember what the definition of faith is. Uh, and I'm gonna sound preachy for a second, but there's no other way to say this. Bible says that the faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. That is an illogical statement. The substance of things hoped for And the evidence of things unseen so i'm gonna take the first part of that the substance of things hoped for as you know substance means that there's something tangible there's something that i can actually touch and feel the substance the soul of something but how can you have substance in something that is hoped for right that means that i'm having i'm believing in something that's actually not there that is the whole definition of faith right in the evidence of things unseen evidence that's something again tangible touchable i can see it i can feel it and touch it but i'm having evidence of things unseen right so I, i'm believing in something that's literally not there that is the ultimate definition of faith and as i tell um, i'm actually at this current time uh, uh at, at my church we're doing vacation bible school i'm teaching the young adult class and i asked them last night um you know do they believe, right? And, and, and what I mean by that is, at the end of the day, you have to make a decision to have faith. It is not a feeling. There's no oh, some kind of mystic power that comes in. You have to decide to have faith. You have to decide to believe in yourself. You have to decide to to take first step faith. So I am thinking, and and I've been thinking about this for a while, that there's someone out, someone out there. Uh, uh, under the sound of my voice, that is having an issue taking that first step, and I just want to encourage you to take the first step, have first step faith. Whatever it is, I don't know what you are dealing with as far as whether you're trying to take the first step into giving your first real estate investment, whether you're trying to take the first step in in in, uh, in in a new relationship, whether you're trying to do the first step in starting a business, whether you're trying to do the first step in going to ask your boss for more money, whatever it is. Go do it. Take the first step. What's the worst thing that can happen? You have to have faith. So, this is the real estate of life with Kevin Riles. Today, I want to give you a little bit of life I want to pour into you. So I hope and I pray uh, that this bless your spirit. And as always, I will see you guys next week. Do you have questions about any of the topics I'm talking about? If you have questions, let me know email me at kevin at kevinriles.com. Again, that's kevin at kevinriles.com. I'm going to do a podcast just on the questions uh, that you guys are sending me. So feel free to send them to me. Again, that's kevin at kevinriles.com.